Hello everyone and welcome to another Foul Original with me, Foul Original, trying to do some of the things that I did for the watch along the other day. It's all about using your hands. Um, welcome to the Weekly Wrestling Recap episode 160 here on Sunday the 3rd of November 2019 with your Wrestling Podcast 2019 nominated podcast to Foul Original. Yeah, um, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But first of all, today on the show, I'd like to talk about Ring of Honor. Uh, Ring of Honor has had some things said about it this week, particularly when it comes to a former employee, Mr. Joey Mercury. And uh, there's a lot of speculation, there's a lot of um, accusations. We're going to break down some of them today on the Weekly Wrestling Recap. And also, um, of course, the massive news, Star Wars accidentally the massive news is the WWE recently went to Crown Jewel and when they went to Crown Jewel they stayed there a little bit longer than they expected to it was a stellar episode of Smackdown but still why did this happen and was it anything to do with money owed this is the weekly wrestling recap episode 160 if you're listening, I hope you enjoy the show. And if you're watching, we'll be right back. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Wrestling Recap. Um, again, um, hello there, Connor Knows Wrestling. How you doing? I, um, I haven't put up the new graphic. As you can see, a very lazy foul today. Very silly foul. But if you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways. You can do that by thumbs upping the video. It really helps me in the algorithm like it totally does. And it's, um, it's really awesome when you do that. Um, it's cool to see that people like what I'm doing. Um, you can also, of course, um, go ahead and join the other 3,000 people who have and subscribe to the channel. Hit the subscribe button and the bell notification to be notified of when I is going live again. And of course, check out you um, at foul underscore original on the Twitters if you're listening, um, because you can get yourself free giveaway codes to many of the different stuff that happen on fight.tv with fouls, fight, freebie. Get yourself a free chance to win um, a, a code from fight.tv and thank you to fight.tv who have been partnering with us for quite a while now and um, it's really, really cool. It's really, really cool. Anyway, um, this week um, I wanted to talk about two particular big stories, two things that um, I think are... Um, are definitely ones that I wanted to speak about, but I wanted to kind of let some of the dust settle um, while it was still going on. But of course, one of them um, has ended and one of them is kind of still going on. Um, the two things that I speak about are, of course, the Ring of Honor story with Joey Mercury. And I'm going to start with that one because I think that that one is probably one of the most... Um, misunderstood stories I think at the moment and I'm still kind of trying to put a lot of it together but um, this all started a few days ago um, where Joey Mercury went onto Twitter and he started to started to say a lot of things that people didn't really realize were even issues um, but of course what I'd like to do is take you 
to his Twitter because um, it's just started. He hasn't got a blue check mark yet, but this has been um, verified by David Bixpan. Uh, so I have no reason not to believe it. Um, I have actually every reason to believe it. Just see if we can get the chat on the screen before I move over. But doesn't matter. Let's 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 get to the Twitter. It will pop in. So his Twitter is a Jerry Retro Jerry N. Uh, Joe, sorry, Joey N. Retrograde, and see if we can get this going. So we'll we'll abandon the chat now while I get this going. It's uh, he's following two people. He's following Mark Haskins and Rush or Rush. Apparent apologies from ROH and he started this account November 1st and I think um, a lot of it is probably to help to deal with any real accusations that have been made against him because it was reported by Wrestling Inc that he had left ROH but let's just take you to kind of the beginning of these tweets and um, they started kind of well, very, 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 like they, they didn't, they didn't seem to speak about anyone in particular, but then we started having messages, private messages between him and Greg Gilland, the general manager of ROH. And you can see that he specifically after he left, said that he wasn't going to say anything, says that he's under some kind of NDA, but specifically says, giving me a non-binding contract that will not stand in court. I have zero offers. I'm unemployed. I want no paycheck from you. A manipulating talent from the manipulation and unethical business practice you perform. See Edson below. You do not question my care. Let's get real. Now, this all comes down to Joey Mercury in his role as trainer for Ring of Honor talent. Now, there's a lot of accusations in here um, talking about Jamar, who's Jay Lethal, saying that he got the Ring of Honor world champion at the time. He didn't hire him another car. He didn't change his travel to make sure someone was there with Jay Lethal when he got himself a concussion. Um, he wasn't there to pick up Marty scroll um, recently um, to be able to pick him up in his hotel and take him there and when Jay Lethal broke his arm he was he didn't even care there's so many different things um, but specifically he also speaks about concussion and about head trauma and what this could mean for people um, if they don't get this checked out. And of course he speaks about Chris Benoit. Um, and then he gets this, um, speaking about Kelly Klein with Greg. And Kelly Klein says, um, you have me off of Olympus, I'm sorry, off of Columbus and Pittsburgh, right? I don't think I would make it back in time. The second show in South Africa is November 1st. And then uh, Greg says, flight was at 12.30, not a big deal. And this is to um, Joey Mercury, um, to Kelly, past two days, just landing at Dolls now. Yesterday, she told me she was going right on another trip in Europe. She said she was feeling better. Please stop trying. Well, there's a lot of spelling errors in what Greg has put in, but trying to stir pots. We are past that, no. And of course, the fact that he thinks that South Africa is in Europe um, and that she had been diagnosed with a brain injury after having a concussion, um, he specifically says that he made sure he was there and looked after her. Um, a big red flag is when she makes it known that it's South Africa 
and you say Europe. And then of course, this also blew my mind, um, speaking about travel and how Lauren, who does their travel is on 50K a year, and she can't seem to pick up anything when it comes to travel, getting new tickets booked for people, um, that it's not standard operating procedure, hasn't happened for concussion protocol. Um, and of course, like negligence and then Alex Shelley says that Alex Shelley of course has been reported that he's going to the performance center and he has a degree as a physical therapist assistant bachelor's degree um, his other bachelor's in business and he's just certified sorry started studying for the CSCS certification which is what coach PS Hayes does at the performance center and he, he you know that's something that is at least something the WWE are doing right and Alex Shelley is of course now at the Performance Center and he talks about how Alex Shelley did all this for free um, and that this is just like this is this is just a crazy story as well how Flip Gordon was had a total dislocation of the elbow and instead of taking him to get his elbow checked out that himself and Alex Shelley Edson um, stabilized the arm and Brody it's it, it's just crazy snap like stabilized and set his arm in the back and luckily they need no surgery no ambulance and it was fine and then apparently Greg runs up on the scene with medical help it's it is just so much and then Greg says that he's been interfering Hyatt shows people send me pictures um and he says, you accuse me of being high, but no, you okay, we need a drugs test, no need to offer help, no intervention, nope. And it, there's just so much. Of course, Kelly Kahn has got involved, Jim Cornette has says um, that he, uh, that you know, like there's a lot of things that he has in common apparently because Jim Cornette was in ROH at the time as well. He's also not happy and there's just so much. One of the biggest accusations is the one that there was no security during the alleged Bully Ray incident where Bully Ray was apparently um, someone who went up to a fan and took him backstage and said you shouldn't say stuff like that to Velvet Sky and other female wrestlers because of Apparently there was no security there. There was no actual security. Like that blows, that that absolutely blows my mind that ROH just relied on Bully Ray being there and doing what he needed to. And you know, like so much, so much is like, there's so much more to go through. I've only just scratched the surface, but I, I, I personally don't watch ROH that much, and so for me, it's you know, it's, it's it's more about another wrestling company, another wrestling company that is having issues with behind the scenes issues, behind the scenes where I don't think that wrestlers should have to deal with people that are just on the road shouldn't have to deal with patching up a dude's arm because they don't have medical assistance it's it's a really really sad state of affairs like it's a really really sad state of affairs and i as i said i'm not the biggest roh fan but i do care about wrestlers being well taken advantage of and it looks like in ROH at the moment the current 
people in charge are doing just that. They're taking advantage of the fact that people want to be in ROH and I just kind of worry about people like um, like Joe Hendry who's gone over there, like um, like other wrestlers who have gone over there right now and the kind of issues that they may have and they just suck it up because they're in ROH. But let's take you into what I think. And so, supposed to transition there. <laughs> let's take you into what I think. So what, what I think about all this then is, um, again, I think that this is one of those situations where the where wrestling is being changed in many different places. There is more inclusion, there's, um, there's unionization, there is this thought that certain wrestling organizations, because they provide such an artistic expression and they are the place where new wrestlers are found, that sometimes some rules don't necessarily apply to them. And maybe that's kind of what's happened with ROH. There hasn't been that oversight, specifically because there hasn't needed to be that oversight. Everything seems to just tick over. But the worry and something that was said by Joey Mercury is how is it that you have wrestlers like Roosh who, as I said, I'm just scratching the surface of some of the allegations that have come forward, but Roosh is being given like no money. Kelly Klein was given $24,000, which this is not to belittle anyone's job, but that's the kind of money that you earn if you just work for McDonald's in the United States. So the amount of effort and that she's putting her body through, having to pay for her own medical at some point, and still not getting that duty of care, that's really worrying. And I hope that it isn't just because it's ROH. But Ring of Honor has, in my opinion, been very lackluster for the past few years, which is one of the reasons why I haven't watched it. I've I watched bits of ROH when the Elite went through it, but that's mainly what I've seen. I'm a big fan of Marty Scroll, but he don't I don't feel is featured enough within that either. So there's there's a lot of things with ROH that I don't necessarily I'm I'm not attracted to but it is another avenue for wrestlers to be able to ply their trade. So in that reason, and with that reason, with so many people who have signed on, and with the fact that they have a company like Sinclair backing them, and they are now in a position where they could be a contender to take some of that lapsed wrestling fandom they need to kind of book up their ideas. And Greg Gilland seems to be one of the antagonists in all of this. And if that's an issue, then that's an issue. Management can always change. Maybe there needs to be some oversight there. But right now, what Jim Cornette has been saying about many different companies is what we could call ROH. And I don't really agree with Jim many times. But ROH right now is an outlawed mud show and we need to change that. And I think that maybe with revelations like this and whistleblows like this, maybe it will change. But there's one thing that needs to change. They need to get some real medical in there and they need to start caring about their wrestlers as more than just investments which have a return of investment. But that's just what I think. That's just what I think.
Anyway, oh, oh, it's good, it's good, it's good to come back to the weekly, um, weekly wrestling recap. If you want to help support the channel, you can do that in many ways, either by thumbs upping the video, it really helps me in the algorithm. You can also do that by going to a little known website. I may have mentioned it before. A little known website is uh, fouloriginal.com. If you go to fouloriginal.com, you will see my big old bird face. See my big old bird face. You can go ahead and click support the channel. Oh, click support the channel, take you to two options, donate, but become a patron. If you the donate button, it will take you through to a PayPal donation page. Once you get there, you can go ahead and say, I don't know, give me $5, take the buck, say it with me, everyone, and make this a monthly donation. It helps when we continue on the regs. That's Fowl Originals Weekly Wrestling, Recap Fowl Originals Remote Wrestling, and all the other bits and bobs are do's on the internet. And right now, Wrestling Podcast 2019 nominated wrestling podcaster oh i'm so excited about this thank you so much like who would have thunk it who would have thunk it after after last year seeing them now being a part of them it's awesome it's awesome i'm going to be talking a little bit more about that later on this evening if you're listening then you can of course um, subscribe to the channel at youtube.com slash wrestling where we do live shows every Wednesday and Sunday at 8pm UK time and now we're back to 3pm Eastern after you guys rolled your clocks back as well and um, that's live on youtube.com and watch alongs and all that kind of stuff as well now if I can bring myself back there we go so um there was, of course, another story this week, which I, I just have to talk about. I just have to talk about. And that's the Saudi story. The Saudi saga. The saga of Crown Jewel 2019. So this week, Crown Jewel happened. It happened on Halloween evening, the 31st of October 2019. And it was, um, it was definitely a show. Things happened on that show that we potentially didn't think would happen. We had new champion. We had the first ever women's match. We had so many things that as fans, we could be really excited about. And when it comes down to it, the WWE have affected a social and cultural change within the Saudi Arabian borders, within the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. They have done something which they said they were going to do, and you have to at least give them credit for that. But, 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 when the WWE had to come back for the next evening's SmackDown event, which was happening in Buffalo, New York, then um, unfortunately there tended, there, there became an issue, tended to be, there became an issue. The issue, of course, was that the wrestlers were stuck on the tarmac. The wrestlers were stuck on the tarmac for six, oh, it sounds, sounds dodgy, they were in the plane, they were, they were in the plane on the tarmac for six hours as there was a mechanical failure and the wrestlers were told to get off the Atlas Air plane because of worries, of course, and they were sent back to their hotels. Um, it was then a few hours later, um, the next day essentially, that they were allowed to come back home and everything was fine. Now, of the wrestlers and technical crew, there were 175 people who were held back. Why? Why were they held back? Well, the rumor going around at the moment, and these are unsubstantiated rumors, so please take these with a pinch of Brad Shepard, but 
the speculation is that the WWE were owed money from the Saudi government. Now, I'd like to take you to, because of course, this is pure speculation, but around about the time that I was looking around at these things, there was something that I noticed, thanks to WrestleNomics Radio for this. I'd like to show you. So this is the, um, this, this is the report that goes out to shareholders. Don't know what's happened there. Goes out to shareholders. I hope you didn't lose everything there. Nope, we're still alive. Um, shareholders. And it says um, about cash flows from operating activities. Now, of course, this is what they send out to stockholders to give them an idea of money that's coming in. And of course, there's a hell of a lot of money coming in from Saudi Arabia. But look at this note. Cash flows from operating activities. Cash generated from operating activities was $2.3 million in the nine months ended September 30th, 2019, as compared to $121.5 million for the corresponding period in the prior year. The $119.2 million decrease in the current year period was primarily driven by the timing of collections associated with our Super Showdown event, which was held in the second quarter of 2019, combined with lower operating performance and the increased payout of management incentive compensation in the current year. And so you look at that and you think, well, what does that actually mean? Well, what does that actually mean? Well, that actually means this. That means that the WWE last year earned $120 million from Saudi Arabia. And that kind of tallies up with the monies that they seem to have been paid over this 10-year deal. So $120 million seems about right because that's, that's the Saudi money coming in. That's what's basically floating most of the company at the moment and floating all of those high-value contracts that go and wrestle in Saudi Arabia. And of course, the the, the speculation that Tyson Fury was paid $2.3 million for his time over in Saudi Arabia would also kind of, you know, kind of put you in that kind of frame of mind. What it seems as if is that the WWE has potentially been paying all of these people itself out of pocket and then claiming and collecting the money back from the Saudi government. However, this time, it seems as if that one, that, that massive drop of monies is where they are still owed money from Super Showdown. Now, Super Showdown happened a few months ago. So if the WWE are now looking to recoup that money, then that would tally up with many of the rumors that have been going around. Now, as I said, they are only rumors. They are purely speculation. They have to be taken with a grain of salt, but it tallies up. It, it purely tallies up. So if we're going to take that frame of, uh, frame of thought and we're going to look at it in that way, then we can say, all right, well, if we're, if we're taking it in that, in that way, then essentially what happened was Vince McMahon said, you guys owe me $120 million. And potentially the Saudis then said, okay. And Vince said, all right, you better give me that money. Now, again, 
there is some speculation that the Saudi feed, TV feed, was cut 30 minutes early. Now that has since been quashed. That has since been, you know, people have said no. What was happening was the Saudi feed was on a 30 minute delay just in case, I guess, anything happened within the women's match or potentially if the women's match was not well received, then it would have been cut out of the Saudi TV feed. But with the news as well that the WWE are struggling to find TV deals within the Middle East, then it seems as if maybe them kowtowing to the Saudi government but still putting in that women's match may not have gone over as well with the old guard as it did with the new guard. But again, all of this is speculation. But again, it kind of tallies up. So. Vince McMahon is leaving. He's he's ended the show. He specifically says, I want my money. And maybe the Saudi government, maybe he does have an issue with them. They have a disagreement, as has been spec as has been reported by some sources. Um, specifically um, Hugo Savinovich, who knows a few people within there, and they said that this was a money issue, not a mechanical fault. And then, of course, this could have been very, 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 very fatal for the wrestlers. Um, but people like Hulk Hogan, Brock Lesnar, who left immediately on his private plane um, when the show was ended, all of this happened when it got to the wrestlers on their chartered flight. Now, Vince McMahon went home. He didn't stick around. He was back at base in the United States. He did not stick around. He left the wrestlers there. And yes, there is, there is a lot to be said for what happened on the SmackDown after, of course, what happened on that SmackDown was, was a great show. NXT came in and they invaded the show and it was written and with a lot of people saying that, well, that was Triple H. No, Triple H gave the idea, but Vince okayed everything that happened on that show. Vince still ran SmackDown. But what he did in the interim was potentially leave his wrestlers, his employees, in a position where they were in danger. Just that. Anyway, let's take you into this week's Replay This, where um, I'd like to talk about some really cool stuff that have been happening um, in regards to the Wrestling Podcast Awards. So let's go into this week's Replay This. Welcome to Replay This. Now, what's really annoying is that the program I'm using, Voice Meter, is really, really cool. Like, it's really, really cool. It does amazing things, but it seems to get, like, screwed over. And yes, yes, that, that, that's what we're talking about today. So, um, so goddamn, it's, uh, it's, it's been a long year, and I, I'm so, I'm so glad. Like, I'm so, I was, I was really nervous today um, about not being uh, nominated for an award. And I was like, I was really nervous. 
this. Now I listened to the show, which is on. Let's let's take you to their let's take you to their Twitter, um, WrestleHub. Um, see, so I am um, obviously kind of came onto the scene last year, um, and yeah, WrestleHub. Thank you so much for involving me this year. Uh, last year, I didn't really get involved and I saw the podcast awards happen. Um, but this year, I am so, so honored to be nominated alongside the likes of like Solomonster, Chris Jericho, Conrad from EPW, Everything Pro Wrestling. Um, and Queen of NE has been nominated this year for Podcast of the Year. Um, I heard Wrestling Reverb in there. There were so many names. Um, RJ as well from Ringside Rant. And I listened to the Rant podcast today. It was a 2019 podcast awards. Um, it was uh, it was a hell of a show. Uh, there's trios. There's so many people. But Foul was nominated in some of the num- some of the segments. I I listened to it at two speed. I've been learning mag style, and it was uh, there were loads. There were loads. I was nominated for best comedy, I think, and best video. I think. Like I heard myself in the beginning. Like I heard myself. And I heard Foul original. I was like, huh? And then I heard again Foul original. I was like. Huh? Because I heard EPW in like every single one basically. But for Foul, I was like, Foul original. Now voting will be starting on wrestling wrestle hub um, and check them out. There's a Patreon, you can go check out patreon.com slash wrestlehub and um, ENC podcast. I it's 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 absolutely insane. Last year I was kind of doing this as a podcast and now having a chance to be nominated and to be it was a puppet the puppet was nominated are you kidding me yeah it probably was the puppet my puppet was nominated oh god damn oh god God damn my puppet was nominated well that's insane that's insane there's so many things um oh my god like so my puppet nominated so so yeah um so so thankful, so grateful. Even if I don't win, um, the fact that I've been nominated, it, uh, it it's a really big deal. It's a really big deal for me, and um, it's been a bit of a bit of a crazy year. But I started at the beginning of 2019 saying that I was going to be involved in the Twitter community, and I have. And it's, I'm so thankful to everyone, to all of you out there. Thank you to Fight.cd. Thank you to people like Conrad, who really helped keep my sanity in all of this. And, um, and yeah, big, big shout out to Queen as well, who's been nominated for Queen of Any. Um, her best, her inter- for interview of the year, she was nominated for her uh, interview with Kanji. Um, oh, it's, it's crazy so many different things and I've got a few more appearances coming up I've got a special appearance happening on New Year's Day um, which I think is going to be quite fun and uh, yeah I've got so many things coming up in the next few weeks I've got a few other kind of irons in the fire as well but um, but yeah thank you thank you so much and of course we're at 3,000 subscribers right now I'd like to give a big shout out to GG Vision as well who's just broken a thousand subscribers I'm Currently, myself, hopefully, on the road to 5K. I know that it's 4K should be the next one, but realistically, in my mind, I'm on the road to 5K. 5K is another one of those milestones that I really want to reach. And um, I hope that you've all loved listening to my just random 
chicanery every week. Um, and and yeah, just just it's, it's just really really cool. It's really really cool to hear my name in a list of like against people like Mr. Warren Hayes, um, against people like Smart to Death, Sean Ross Sapp, like just hearing my name in that list, like it really, it really, it really got me today, really got me. Um, so I'd like to say thank you for that. Now also in um, recap, re- recap this, replay this this week, um, I had an appearance with Magsy Boy um, on um, Magsy Boy and Paul Tolly on their Mount Rushmore podcast on the Chairshot Network. Um, and oh my God, it was road stories. I had such fun recording this. I had such absolute delight recording this show. And it was, um, it's just been released. It has just been released. Where are we? Um, and it was, yep, road wrestling road stories. Um, and we talked about... <laughs> There's Rob um, with The Undertaker. And we talked about wrestling road stories and all the different things. Uh, we had five each. Uh, we're going to have a part two because it was so much fun. Big, big shout out to Klondike Bill because because of Klondike Bill on Twitter, I learned some things that I didn't hopefully think I ever needed to know in life, but I know them now. And I think that's really cool. So thank you very much, Klondike Bill. Um, but but yeah, um, Badlands Wrestling Rushmore, Matt Rushmore's number six. Um, always use your head on chair shot um, and thank you as well to United by Wrestling um, podcast let's see if we can give them a shout out as well if they're in here are they in here um, they're in here somewhere let's uh, I see them here somewhere a big shout out to um, Aussie Lucian um, BJ and Seth as well and let's see if we can find them Obviously, I've got a giveaway going going on for fight uh, fight for, for fight for fight fest for for full gear. Um, where are we? Too many tweets. I'm going through too many tweets. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I know I'm gonna find it. It was from from yesterday. I recorded this yesterday, and it went out straight away. They're very professional. These two guys actually way more professional than me. Um, as you can see, look, look how professional foul is. Look, 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 and after all this, have I? Am I even going to find what I'm looking for? Am I even going to find what I'm looking for? Because um, I'm sure we did, we did it around about now. <coughs> just keep on, just keep on scrolling, foul. Just keep on scrolling. You'll, uh, you'll, you'll keep it going. Of course you will. Um, and this this was brought to you by Fal forgetting what he wanted to show. So there you go. Just 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 look at my look at look at my thing there. Who's that in the chat? Brian Walsh. Um, popcorn indeed. Always got popcorn. Boop. And Brian uh, Brian and Evie Dub. So yeah, it's uh, it it it's been it's been crazy. It's been crazy over the past week or so. I'm getting back into that collab life. I've got a few more collabs lined up, which I'd love for um, all of you to listen to and join in with. Um, I've got a few more ideas as well for things that I want to try. But right now, 
this year has been absolutely spectacular. We're in November, I'm getting really like piney um, about this whole year, about what's happened. Hearing Brain Buster Radio, like many times in those nominations as well, it still exists. Um, yeah, I got a hankering, got, I got a hankering for some wrestling. Yeah, like it's like I've um, I've watched I watched this week NWA Power, which was sublime. Um, what I did notice was they hashtag AEW Dark in the YouTube video. That's a little bit cheeky. Um, and even though I was going to talk about, and I will actually, um, is that we're going to because we're going to close it with moments of flair this week. But I really like NWA Power. I really, really do. But there is one part of the show which, on principle, I feel like I shouldn't watch it for. But as I really, really like the wrestling on there, I do. So NWA Power is great, except for, of course, one man, who I'm going to briefly talk about now in Moments of Flair. Can I get it going? Yes, I can. Moments of Flair. See, this photo, yeah, this, this photo over here will always be relevant, always be relevant. Now, what I wanted to talk about was an individual by the name of Jim Cornette. Now, let's, let's just pull up something that, that was said earlier this week, and it's... It's very, it's very sad. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's just very sad because I really like NWA Power. I really, really do. But this just kind of, this just made me a little bit worried for their future maybe. Because I saw an amazing show of NWA Power. I thought that it was, it was really, really good. Um, it always is. The wrestling is great. The gimmick is great. There were two things on NWA Power this week which I think were problematic. First up was the kayfabe cocktail. Now, I laughed initially because I saw Austin Idol with a kayfabe cocktail. And I was like, that's quite fun. And then he's like, go next door, go and see your neighbor. Why don't you give her some of this? How do we get two people together? I've slept with millions and millions of women all because of kayfabe cocktail. I was like, oh my God, the connotation for that whole situation is that the beverage that he is giving to these ladies has an extra little something in it, something that makes them kayfabed and that was a little bit worrying and I remember thinking okay that's just out of you know that was just a misfire it's a misfire I get it maybe it was just made and maybe not thought through the whole way but then we had Jim Cornette this week say something which um as I said I think was very problematic so Dave Lagana, Dave who I respect um, massively, he has been so um, 
so connected to the community and I think that he's really embraced being uh, connected to the community. But Dave Lagana said this in a statement by the NWA on Jim Cornette. Now this is after, oh, this is after Jim Cornette has said that, and let's read the statement, let's read the statement. Over the last few days, a situation was brought to our attentions in regard to comments made by Jim Cornette that have been taken as making light on the subject of suicide. We've addressed the situation internally with Mr. Cornette and made it clear that any comments in regards to this subject, joking or serious, are not endorsed by Lightning One and the National Wrestling Alliance. Mr. Cornette understands the seriousness of this situation and that, and with that, he will remain the color commentator for NWA Power. Mental health and suicide prevention are very important to the NWA president, Billy Corgan, and myself. If you are ever needing help or need to speak with someone, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255, online suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Sincerely, David Lagana, VP of Lightning One and the National Wrestling Alliance. But it's more what he said. Now, when this went out, um, there's somebody on Twitter, Jessie, Jessie Davin, who is a suicide survivor, and she is um, she's an anorexia survivor. She is absolutely fantastic. She's just got like this so much fun to that lady. She just literally just can't help but make hilarious bits of content on Twitter. And she is one of those people that you see a tweet by her and you just start laughing. Just start laughing and she just brings such such joy to people's lives. And she's been getting like really, really attacked by wrestling fans who are fans of Jim Cornette. Now, as I said, I really respect Jim Cornette. I do, but I think that sometimes he's very stupid. Now, this is... Um, Oh, there, Ben's list. Um, so this is what um, you know. A lot of people have said. Then you've lost a fan, and this is on November first. Uh, it's like, how can you still let him have the job? How can you still let him have the job? Jesse Davin has said thank you, um, but of course, people are like, this is um, the next time that Cornette does something like this, he should be out. He um, and yeah, when Jim gets it wrong, he gets it really wrong. And I think that I said this on the United um, United by Pro Wrestling um, podcast, which I did just earlier on, which uh, yesterday even, which was Jim Cornette sometimes will make a joke, and he won't, you know, like he doesn't read the room. So he makes a joke which is totally inappropriate, wholly inappropriate, and he's like, who cares, I'm a heel, forgetting that he is also a public figure who now represents a really, really great up-and-coming wrestling promotion, and that shit don't fly no more. And like, he shouldn't even be thinking about saying it, let alone saying it. But then his work on NWA power is just the right balance. And that's what annoys me because he is so good, but sometimes he doesn't shut his mouth. And I'm very, very worried for the NWA moving forwards because there's a lot of people that I've seen on Twitter that said they will not watch NWA power now. This is an extra hour's 
worth of wrestling every week. This week they had a hell of a main event um, and they had a hell of a co-main event with Aaron Stevens as well. Aaron Stevens was amazing and his whole gimmick is great. And they're not going to get to see these people because of someone like Jim Cornette. And that's really, really worrying. And that's really, really sad. And... Um, yeah, that's 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 my moment of flair for this week is Jim Cornette. And I like Jim. I think that he's really good. But yeah, he he shouldn't. He's getting a lot of things wrong. And I think that maybe he should have his feet put to the fire a little bit. Those are our moments of flair for the week. Now, um, on that, I'm going to look at ending the show this week. Thank you so much to everyone. And if you are listening to this, then why not vote for Foul Original at the Wrestle Hub for the Wrestling Podcast Awards 2019. I've been nominated, excuse me, I've eaten a lot of chicken today. I've been nominated in several of the different um, categories. Why not find out which of these they are? and vote for me in those things thank you and um, I'd really like to thank everyone as well for of course here on YouTube um, being at 3k subscribers and um, yeah it's a really good day I'm very very happy um, if you want to check this show out on the video form when it all goes wrong in video form then come check this out youtube.com slash foul original wrestling we are live every Wednesday and Sunday at 8pm UK time 3pm Eastern and of course for watch alongs every single week for AEW's Dan O'Mite we do a live watch along on youtube.com slash foul original wrestling we also every week if you are outside of the United States States and Canada, then you can get yourself a free episode of AEW Dynamite and on Fight. And we are also giving away with Fight.tv um, Starcast 4 um, bundles, and we're also giving away um, um, AEW full gear codes on fight.tv if you're outside the United States or the U or, 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 or the Canada's. Thanks everyone. This has been Foul Original. Thanks for listening. Hear you next time. See you next time and have yourself a great rest of your Sunday or possibly Monday if you listen to this on Monday. But uh, bye folks and uh, hope you have a Thanks for listening to the show, and if you'd like to hear more, then feel free to follow me here on the podcast ways. Also, you can check me out on youtube.com slash foulorigineralwrestling for the weekly wrestling recap, which happens every Wednesday and Sunday live on YouTube, 8pm GMT. This has been a Foul Original podcast. Thanks for listening. Hear you next time.